Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do, and you feel inspired, and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome to the 17th episode of the Joyous To Be podcast. So when I just started my YouTube channel, I used to record videos called Three Quotes of the Week. And I love this format so much because, you know, I listen to a lot of stuff um, during the week. I listen to podcasts, I listen to YouTube videos. So, like, every time I do something, like, in the kitchen or around my house, I listen to something. (laughs) I, I love learning through listening. This is why I'm a huge fan of podcasts. And this format where I shared three best quotes of the week helped me to, you know, to share what I learn constantly uh, because usually when I listen to something, I write down the ideas that I like and then I have this knowledge in my head that I need to share with somebody. So before I had my YouTube channel, I used to call my mom or used to call my sister and share everything I know with them. And honestly, I received so much information that um, for people who are not as interested in the topic of spiritual growth, personal development, it can be overwhelming because... Yeah, well, because I'm more interested in it, (laughs) because this is my life, this is what I do, this is what I learn about, and this is what I implement every day of my life, this is what I write about, this is what I talk about in my podcasts, Russian and English, and so I wanted to get back to this format and to, you know, do it more often on my podcast, and also I have a bunch of very cool videos where I also share three quotes of the week and I wanted to add them here. I wanted to add those videos here on my podcast so I will be doing that and today I want to share with you three quotes, three best quotes that I heard. By the way, actually congratulations on the august the last month of the summer began and you know i'm very excited about it i didn't spend as much time as i wanted outside the summer because it was incredibly hot here it was like plus 36 degrees celsius for two months and i was just hiding 
in my apartment with curtains closed because it was too hot. And um, August is going to be, like according to the forecast, August is going to be a little bit, you know, cooler. And so I was going to say, like, like I said on my Insta stories, let's enjoy this last month of summer instead of just suffering and complaining that, oh my God, the summer is gone and where did it go? Yeah. So how about we just enjoy this last month and make it the best month of the summer of 2021. And also, by the way, the idea to start recording these three quotes of the week uh, episodes came to me last week. And yesterday I decided that I want to listen to only Abraham Hicks this month all August because you know I sometimes get overwhelmed with all the information and Abraham Hicks is what I return to every time because their videos their workshops just make me feel better you know and not that overwhelmed with all the information um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be actually doing that because you know I'm a curious person and probably I will not last long just listening to Abraham Hicks and I was like okay so I guess this month we're gonna be sharing quotes I'm gonna be sharing quotes three quotes of the week of Abraham Hicks but just before I started recording this episode I realized that I also follow a lot of coaches on Instagram and they all provide so much value on the accounts so i will be still sharing a lot of quotes not only from abraham hicks but probably also from abraham hicks anyway in this episode i'm going to be talking about how to look within when we look for answers because we are not taught to do that we are taught to seek answers to our questions from you know the environment around us from people that we know and uh, when we learn to look for answers within us we find everything and i will share my experience with you and so the first quote that i want to share with you is from viola hogg's workshop where she said that on our soul level we already know what to do and i wanted to talk about it because we actually do and this is something that I you know it took me some time to learn and to believe that and to test that I guess have you heard the episode I recorded oh when was it in the beginning of June I think I published it let me check yeah it's the seventh episode episode it's the seventh episode called the power of not thinking the easiest way to meditate to connect to your higher self this one is gold you guys go listen to this one after after this one go listen to that one after this one because this is where i shared why we meditate and how to make this process of meditation easier and why uh, and like what is the main purpose of meditation that I found for myself at least and this is where I share a little bit about how um, I have slight signs of obsessive compulsive disorder or something like that like I, I wasn't ever diagnosed and recently I was listening to a podcast I can't remember what podcast it was but uh, Jake Woodward was interviewed there 
I think it was him. Oh my God, I'm not sure. But uh, the thing is that they were talking about the labels and how when we put labels on ourselves and it can be like some diagnosis or I don't know, some other thing. We tend to look at the labels as something that we can change and we need to, you know, live with from now on. And um, this is when I realized that probably putting myself in a obsessive-compulsive disorder box, you know, doesn't help me. And so from now on, from then on, I stopped telling people that I have OCD and I stopped referring to myself like when I talk about stuff uh, as a person with OCD. But I have definitely something going on uh, where sometimes I just can't stop thinking, can't stop obsessing over some things, over some ideas. And this is why it was hard for me to believe that on our soul level we already know, you know, what to do and how to make money and what do we want to do and like what is our soul calling and heart calling. For a long time I've been looking for answers outside of myself and I would, for example, receive some inspired idea because we always do. We always do receive inspired ideas and I think it's like a, um, a topic for a separate episode or something but you know a lot of people who start learning from Abraham Hicks uh, for example who start learning more about the law of attraction and manifestation uh, they like it's really hard for us to switch our mentality from hustle 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 to you know chill and meditate and take care of your mood and then receive inspired guidance to an inspired action and then act from this place. It was really hard to understand and to believe for me. And so, and then when I began learning to relax and to take care of my mood, you know, to take care of the way I feel, first and foremost, what I used to do was I would receive this inspired idea of what I want to do in this life, for example, because it was my challenge for a long time. I was trying to find something to do, like, um, I wouldn't say a purpose, maybe a purpose. I wanted to find some business idea, some activity that I could do, um, a hobby maybe, to turn to a business. Well, something that would make me happy and make me feel fulfilled and make me feel like, you know, every day I live is meaningful. And so since this has been on my mind all the time, uh, I used to receive inspired ideas about that a lot. So I would chill and, you know, be in the present moment and meditate and listen to my favorite music and watch my favorite movies and then I would receive some inspired idea and I would think oh this would be cool to do this or that like to I don't know to start a YouTube channel or to start coaching or something like that or like um, have a blog where we teach people English something like that but there were a bunch of ideas and then after I received this idea I would kill it with my mind because I wouldn't have enough clarity and I would try to think the rest through. Like I would receive an idea and it would be like a vague idea of what it could possibly be. 
And then I would become inspired by this and think, oh, this is so cool. This would be so cool. And how do I do that? And then I would start thinking and rethinking and overthinking and kill it with my doubt and, you know, and become overwhelmed with the fact that there is just so much work and like, I don't know how to, where to start from. And I would want to, you know, to have an end result instead of enjoying the process and it would like I would kill this idea and I would become overwhelmed by it and then I would be like no I don't want to do that I will wait for the next inspired idea and this is what I've been doing for a long time actually and the thing is that and the idea that I really love and I took it from Abraham Hicks too is that you don't come up with ideas you receive ideas like you download inspiration and how Abraham Hicks explain it explains it is that all your life you send rockets of desire to your vortex of creation right and you like every time you want something every time you get an idea of like what you want and like you see something that you also want or you face contrast and you look at something you don't want every time you do that it helps you to come up like to get more clarity on what you want and you send all those desires to your vortex and there are so many desires there that you don't even remember about them. And the thing is that your higher self remembers about all your desires. It knows all your desires. It holds all your desires. It becomes all of your desires. Every desire. All of them. And then, since you don't remember what you put in your vortex, when you relax, when you chill, when you take care of your vibration, when you feel good, you download those ideas from your vortex. You just receive those ideas and you have like glimpses of those ideas and they just light you up again. And you're like, oh yeah, this would be so cool because those ideas have combinations of all of your desires. Like you just for this and that like you like connecting to people and you have this desire in your vortex of you know the sense of connection and maybe you um once watched someone i don't know uh, speaking to the masses you know and you liked it and you put that desire in your vortex and maybe you were like i don't know it was something else and something else and then you receive this inspired idea and it combines all of that maybe like it's you doing like some public speaking on the topic that makes people connect you know and something like that and also what's important to know and what i used to struggle with is that clarity is something you receive too you don't come up with clarity like when you receive some idea and you start thinking through all the details and how is it gonna be and like what exactly you need to do what are the steps and blah 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 all the stuff you this is where you become overwhelmed because you can't know everything and this is where you need to understand that you don't use your mind to get more clarity because like you can try to do that and if it works it works and if you inspire it, you you receive that clarity you keep receiving that right but sometimes if you're like me you sometimes face are faced with this challenge where you just 
you know, you don't know. <laughs> you try to think everything through and you realize that it's just so much work and it's just so overwhelming and you just lose all the inspiration, all the excitement and you just want to hide under the blanket and not do anything. And this is where it's time to remember that clarity is something you receive too, like inspiration. And this is where we are getting back to the quote from Vail Hag that I mentioned. On our soul level, we already know what to do. And that's the thing. We need to connect to our soul level. We have all the answers within. And we have our spirit guides who lead us and give us all the ideas that we need and give us all the instruments that are available for us. But in order for us to receive this guidance, to receive this clarity, to understand what we want to do in our life, what could be our passion, what could be this idea that would fulfill all our desires of, you know, feeling uh, like your life has a meaning, like you're, um, like it's something that you could be passionate about every day and you would feel that your every day has a lot of meaning and a lot of purpose and a lot of value, you have all this knowledge inside of you. And to connect with it, you need to take care of your, of your vibration. You need to take care of, you know, how you feel and put your feeling good first. Because our soul knows that. Because our soul is what is connected to our vortex of desires, is what is our vortex of desires, right? So it knows better than you do with your mind what you want, what would be fun to do, how to do it, and all that. And so if you chill a little bit, I know, I know how it sounds. I know it was so hard for me to chill. Like, oh my God, I need to, you know, to urgently receive this inspired idea and start making money on it. And like, I don't have time to chill. This is not how it works. I used to think that, I like I literally just told you my state of mind and state of being for the past no I wouldn't say for the past three years but like I was you know on and off it was happening on and off how do I say it well you know what I mean but the sooner you learn how to chill and enjoy life in the present moment the sooner you receive that inspired idea that you need. And so when you receive that inspired idea, but you're not sure how to do it, it's just, you know, something like, it would be wonderful to do this. It would be so lovely to do this. But you are not sure how to do that and how to maintain that and how to achieve that. This is not the time to turn on your mind. This is the time to milk this idea. Like you receive this inspired idea and you're like, you try to think of how to do that and like you don't find answers yet or maybe you have like a lot of limiting beliefs coming up. You can work through those limiting beliefs and then come back to this idea and just stay for a while for a longer period of time in this sense, in this, you know, state of it would be so nice to do that and it would feel so good and it would feel amazing and like, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, for example, you received an idea to start a YouTube channel, for example, or, I don't know, to start writing a book or something. And you just stay in that place for a while of thinking that it would be so nice if I write this book and 
like I bring so much value and I would love to write, you know, I would clean up my space and I would just write, I would just wake up in the morning and have a coffee, make a cup of coffee and just write my book and it would feel like, you know, you see what I'm doing, you know what I mean. Uh, you just stay in that place and maybe you live with this idea, just just enjoying this vague idea for a while and this is when you start receiving clarity and then you kind of start knowing what to do and how to start and and what to start from because sometimes we kill every idea that we have um earlier like then it is ready like we receive this inspiration like of of writing a book and then we start thinking what is this book gonna be about and how are we gonna write it and let's just make a plan for this book and then we realize for example that we don't know that much and we need to learn more and then we start postponing this idea because we're still not ready for it and all this st stuff and like and then it doesn't work so yeah we receive clarity we don't come up with it our soul knows what to do the quote number two that i want to share with you i honestly don't remember it's from some podcast and i didn't write down for some reason i usually do but this time i didn't write down where i took this quote and it sounds like you don't find your passion or your happiness or your purpose it's not out there it's within you you need to let it out and it somehow connects with the quote number one. I think I already kind of explained what it means, but I want to talk about this. So we usually look for our purpose, look for a thing to do that would fulfill us outside. Like we have these ideas of what it could be and we keep looking and we keep uh, not finding it or we keep killing it without doubt. And the thing is that we're looking in all the wrong places. And I, this idea of that all the answers lie within us used to piss me off so bad because it doesn't feel like I have all the answers. Because if I had all the answers, I would, you know, already be happy and successful and rich, I don't know, and like married. I used to think that um, when I wasn't married yet. But the thing is that uh, when we hear this phrase, when I was listening to this phrase, when I was hearing this phrase all the time from all the podcasts and all the videos that I was listening to and all the books that I was reading, I thought that it meant that I know all these ideas already. Like, using my mind, in my mind, I already knew that. When in reality, this phrase means that your soul knows that your higher self knows that your connected version of yourself knows that your mind doesn't your ego doesn't and that was very important to understand and so this is also how i was looking for all the answers i was trying to think things through i used to find a lot of questionnaires of how to find your purpose and there were questions like try to remember what you liked doing when you were five or something like that and it was um still trying to figure out 
these answers with your mind and your mind doesn't know these answers. That's the thing. Your mind is this machine that processes the information that it already knows, you know. And since we were taught um, in our school years to also look for the information, like I don't remember where I was giving this example, but um, when we were in school, we were taught that like if we have a homework and we don't know how to, you know, do something, like for example, uh, if we take math, um, we would be given some expression or how it's called math expression and you need to, what do you do with it? Solve it, calculate and you don't know how. But you know that since they gave you this homework, it means that you know that, you just don't remember and you have a textbook where you need to look and you will find it. And we are used to processing information like that, like expecting that we already know answers but we just forgot them. And then when we are looking for our life purpose, for example, for something that would fulfill us, we think that, and based on this uh, quote too, that all the answers to all your questions are within you, not outside of you. And we think that we're supposed to know all the answers with our mind based on like how our mind is taught to operate, right? But this is not about that. Like when we are looking for uh, the way to fulfill our desires or when we look for answers of what can we do in life, when we try to find some answers to much bigger questions, like existential questions, right? Like why do we live and what did we come here to do in this life and all the stuff. We need to look within, deeper than our mind. And we do this with the help of meditation. We do this with the help of our connection to higher self. And no one outside of us will ever give us those answers. And our mind won't and our parents won't. I told you already this story about how I used to believe my parents when they said that they know everything, they know stuff, they know life better than I do. If you're interested, this was the very first episode of my podcast called Introduction, How My Personal Growth Journey Began. And that's where I shared that till the age of 28, I used to believe when my parents were saying that they know everything because like they have more experience than I do, because they live longer than I do, and they know, like, and if I don't have any answer, I mean, if I don't have answers, I need to come and ask them, because my parents know better, because mama knows best, or dad knows best. And I used to believe that, and I used to uh, ask them all the time, like, what I should do, and, like, if I don't know what to do, if I don't know what I want to do with my life, I would ask them, and they would give their experienced advice, and what it led to was that at the age of 29, 28, well, it was 29, but at the age of 28, I, I realized that my parents are not always right, and I guess this was just, um, when I was 29, it was just the the momentum coming to an end. <laughs> it was still what I created, thinking that my parents know everything. 
when my mom told me that, you know what, you're 29 years old and you are not married, you don't have kids, and you didn't build a successful career in an oil company. And so dad and I would really love to be proud of you, but you know, there is nothing to be proud of. Seriously, this is what they said. But by the time I already realized that mm, I used to listen to my parents all my life and the, the truth was that they didn't know. They didn't know how I should live my life. They don't even know how to live their life, honestly. And this is why it was silly to trust them over my own intuition. And oh my god, you guys, I will actually share this episode uh, next week. It was exactly that video that I recorded right after hearing this idea that, you know, nobody else knows what you should do with your life except yourself. I listened to this idea. I heard this idea from one podcast. And when I recorded this, that video, I was so emotional about this. I was like, oh my God. And I trusted that my parents knew better than I did what I wanted. And I thought I didn't have intuition when it was screaming so loud. I was so emotional and I want to share this video with you. So I will do that next week. But anyway, what was I talking about? So no one else knows what you should do with your life. What is your life purpose? What you came here for? What is something that you could do that would fulfill you and just, you know, give you purpose and meaning and happiness in life except you? And your mind doesn't know that either. Your soul knows. And when you hear this phrase that all the answers to all your questions are within you, you need to remember that they don't mean your mind when they say that. They mean your heart. They mean your higher self. They mean your connection to God, to spirits, like call it whatever you want, whatever you believe. But it's still that source energy that you came from. And that is still the biggest part of you. And if you haven't heard this idea, I heard it also from a lot of spiritual teachers and from Abraham Hicks too, that the part of you that is within this physical body is the smallest part of you. The biggest part of you is that higher self, that soul that is connected to God. And it's something that you can trust and it's so important to trust it so you don't look out there you don't you know answer endless questionnaires about trying to find your life purpose you take care of your feeling good you take care of your mood you take care of your vibration and you receive and you look for things in this life that excite you and when you pay attention, when you look closer at those things that excite you and you follow your bliss and you follow your joy, this is when you find your purpose. This is how you find it. And honestly, like if you have been wondering while listening to this, I realized a few months ago, maybe, that I don't have to be one thing. My mistake was, it wasn't even a mistake, uh, but I used to look for only one thing that could inspire me. And the truth is that everything, like not everything, a lot of things inspire me. 
And I don't have to be one thing. It was never my thing to be one thing. I teach English. I love photography, nature photography. And a lot of people say that I have a talent. And I just love, you know, going for a walk in a park and just take really beautiful pictures of trees and nature and um, sky and flowers and all the stuff. It, is, it inspires me. I love doing it. It brings me joy and excitement and the sense of purpose because then I share my photos with people and I receive, you know, comments like, oh my god, this is so beautiful and oh, this is so inspiring and it fulfills me. And by the way, for a long time, I didn't believe that. I was like, come on guys, the nature is beautiful and like everybody can take pictures like that. But then, actually, I found out about human design and in my human design, I read that I'm a generator with a profile 2-4 and it says that I just don't see my talents. I have a hard time seeing what I'm good at. But there are people around me who see it clearly and I need to ask them. And this is when I was like, wait a minute, maybe there is something there. Because my nature pictures usually get a lot of comments and usually get a lot of feedback. And maybe I should do this more often because it's something I enjoy doing. And it's also something that brings joy to other people. So I started doing that more often. <laughs> and I also love teaching people about, you know, spiritual growth and it also fulfills me. It also gives me the sense of purpose and I love working with people one-on-one -on -one, and I love writing in my blog and it also fulfills me. Like, I realize that I am not born <laughs> to be one thing and there are a lot of things that inspire me and they all get to be in my life. When before that, I used to think that, you know, all the other things that inspire me that I cannot turn into a business are just a waste of time and I need to be serious and focus on something serious, you know, instead of just enjoying everything that I enjoy. And so this was a very powerful conclusion that just set me free, you know, <laughs> and I just allowed myself to be everything that... I want to be. And the quote number three that I want to share with you is from Genevieve Rackham. And I saw it, I screenshotted it, where she wrote, imagine the people you look up to going through what you're going through and simply choosing to lead themselves through it. And realize this is your opportunity to do just that. And this quote is about that often when we look at people we look up to, we think that like what we struggle with is like only our thing and everybody else has it figured out already. And then we start asking ourselves like what's wrong with me, why everybody else has stuff figured out and I'm still struggling with this. And this actually is a very powerful practice that I used to do even before I read this quote from Genevieve Rackham. I used to and I still do. I um I, I want to say stalk Amanda Francis online, but I don't really stalk. Like, this word has a negative meaning for me. And um, 
But I follow Amanda Francis and I've been a huge fan of her work for a long time. And I listen to all her podcasts and all her videos and I read all her posts and I love learning from her. I purchased a bunch of her products and she brings so much value. And since I've been studying for a long time from her, I noticed that sometimes when I'm faced with a challenge... It's easier for me to do the right moves from her perspective, not from my perspective. And sometimes when I feel stuck, I don't do that much anymore, but I used to do it more often uh, a few months ago. When I find myself in a situation where I feel stuck, I ask myself what Amanda would do in this situation. And then I find answers. And basically, this is what I did. I would imagine Amanda Francis having the same issue that I am having. And then I would choose to lead myself through that. Because I like I learned her attitude toward challenges. And she always teaches to, you know, to pray, God help me see this differently. I want to to see things differently here and to choose to see it through the lens of life is happening for me, not to me. And sometimes it was hard for me to just remind myself about this and just, you know, do something because I, as Dasha, sometimes was stuck in this victim mentality and it was much easier for me to imagine like to ask myself what would Amanda do in this situation and through this question to help myself see things differently and from this attitude to lead myself to a better decision and to a solution and to understanding that life happens for me not to me and so this is a very cool skill that i think you would benefit from if in times of uncertainty in times of like when you're facing a challenge when you feel stuck you would just imagine the person you look up to the person you learn from having the same situation and how would they act because they would choose to lead themselves through that and maybe it would help you to come up with better answers maybe it would help you to see things differently and get out of this victim mentality and take responsibility for the outcome and do something differently because in every challenge there is an opportunity for you to lead yourself through that and that's all for today that's my three best quotes of the week i hope you guys and i know that this episode brought value to you so thank you so much for listening and in case you're interested i will put the links in the show notes to genevieve rackham's and viola hugs and abraham hicks's instagram accounts so you would follow them and you know receive inspiration and guidance from them oh and amanda francis too because like you should follow Amanda Francis. She is amazing. I I hate telling people that they should do something because when somebody tells me, you know what you should do, you should do this and that, and I, I always respond like, I should be happy and that's the only thing I should do. So you don't have to follow Amanda Francis if you don't want to, but you know what I mean. They are amazing and they bring so much value to me every day with their content. And... Um, 
thank you so much for listening and have a lovely rest of your day i love you all you guys you're amazing kisses Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.